Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. I wrote a bunch of stuff for this intro and I'm not reading any of it. Tom Brady has retired. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. This just in. Tom Brady has officially announced his retirement from the NFL. I think flat out he's the greatest athlete we've seen in team sports. I don't think we'll ever see the likes of, of a Tom Brady. All right, there you have it. Uh, it is not a surprise based upon the reporting of Shefty and Jeff Darlington over the weekend. We knew this was coming. I am a bit surprised at the way it came, which is Brady just releasing uh, a multi-page Instagram post. We have some questions about that post that Dan Graziano and I will dive into. And it is still, a, even though it's not a surprise, it is a bit stunning. There is something about the finality of it that still sits a little heavy upon you. Tom Brady, who even someone who's as old as I am, struggles to remember a time before Tom Brady was a player in the NFL. It now does come to an end. And so, again, Graziano is here with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Take us through it, Graz, to whatever degree you can here on this weekend. Shefty and Jeff have their reporting. As late as last night or as recently as last night, Brady is still trying to publicly suggest that he hasn't made up his mind. We all knew what was going on there. And then he releases the Instagram today. Yeah. Hey, let's go back a couple of weeks to when Rob Nikovich suggested yep. on, on Get Up that, that Brady might be, uh, well, he wouldn't be surprised. If he, yeah, he wasn't, Rob wasn't just throwing that out there. There had been a sense late in the year that eh, maybe he's feeling it a little bit to an extent that he never did before, uh, you know, being 44 and, and uh, you know, performing at a, at a high level still, and, and all the all that goes into that. So, I think you know when he started talking last week about family stuff, and my family, you know, my family deserves the best husband I could be, the best father I can. You know, it, it, there were there were there were signs here. They, they, they came recently, yeah, but there were some signs. And so, obviously, with the reporting by Adam and Jeff over the weekend, uh, and then last night, obviously, he was deflecting in his in his podcast because he, he obviously knew what was coming today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, is there like a right way to end the, the greatest multiple decade career of, uh, in the history of the sport? I'm, I'm just not sure there's any playbook for that. So that's the point. There's also no playbook for hosting a show on a day like this, because normally when a great player retires, we dive into, well, what is his historical place? Where yeah. does he rank on the list of this and that? Is he one of the greatest of all time? Is he going to the Hall of Fame? We can speculate on who will be his presenter at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he'll go. Uh, I have a, it's a pretty safe bet he's going to get in. Yeah. And is there anyone who's going to say he isn't the greatest quarterback slash greatest football player that ever lived? I don't think there is. No, I don't think so. I think he put that to rest with his with the, certainly if he hadn't already, he put it to rest with the Tampa Bay Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. That got him to seven. I mean, how is anybody going to approach this? The, the but I I do think there's a lesson in Brady, and it's an important one, right? When your when your your coaches or your parents tell you like talent isn't enough on its own. It's about the hard work. This is the guy that, that is the avatar of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is, 
he was supposed to be the backup to a guy named Drew Henson at Michigan, who mm-hmm. was this superstar prospect who's built like a skyscraper, could throw the ball a mile. It was a Major League Baseball player, too. Brady beat him out at Michigan. Then he was a sixth-round pick, and we all seen the, the picture at the Combine with his shirt off and everything, looking nothing like the greatest football player of all time. Sixth-round pick that went on to uh, take Drew Bledsoe's job, who was the first overall pick, uh, and go on and win the Super Bowl seven times. He's played in more than 18% of all the Super Bowls that have ever been played, and there were at least 12 of them that were played before he was born. Uh, so it, it's, it's a pretty incredible thing. He, he played in a Super Bowl in, in 50% of his seasons as a starter. It, it's, it's astounding. It's ridiculous. Uh, and our television crew on ESPN Plus just put up a, a full-screen graphic of all of the records that he holds, and they barely fit on one screen. It's, it's very challenging. It's ridiculous. To, to put it, so to put it in, in, in historical perspective, it's very simple to say. He's the best ever. And we move on from there. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. There is one thing that you and I both noticed, <laughs> and I do think it bears mentioning. I didn't count them. How many pages are there of, of copy that he wrote, of, of script? Five or six. That he wrote on his Instagram post. I, I, it's at least five or six. It yep. might even be more than that. And there are... Lengthy and effusive thank yous, and they are, they are to his family, his parents, his wife, his children, Alex Guerrero, who is the, the trainer behind uh, TB12, uh, his agent, Don Yee, who's been with him forever, a bunch of other people. He thanks the fans of Tampa effusively. He thanks the Glazer family, which owns the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, effusively. He thanks Bruce Arians. He thanks his Buccaneers teammates. There is no mention, literally zero mention of anything to do with the New England Patriots. If you just read this and you didn't know anything else, right. you would think he played 22 seasons for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. When, of course, the reality is that he played 20 of his 22 seasons and all of his greatness stems from the Patriots, mm-hmm. the fans of New England who were as, I mean, love him more than you could ever love anyone. Yeah. Bill Belichick, the Kraft family. I mean, Robert Kraft, who he loves, who, who considers him like a son. It doesn't feel to me like a person who is as um, uh, calculated or whatever the right word is, organized as Tom Brady is, that doesn't feel like an omission. Like, it doesn't feel like he accidentally forgot to say anything about New England. Yeah, but it's strange, right? Because there's not, we don't know that there's residual bitterness on his end. He has spoken highly of the Patriots yeah. and of Bill Belichick and the Kraft. You know, he, he played there in what, week four of this year? And he, and he talked about all that. So, so it's not as if he hasn't said anything at all about the Patriots since leaving. So it, it's strange. I wonder if he feels like I took care of them when I left for the Bucks and I said all that stuff then. But, but he didn't yeah, really. It is weird, though. He also didn't really weird. say all that then. Yeah. Uh, he said nice things on Man in the Arena about Belichick, mm-hmm. but he didn't say all that then. He very much allowed then the speculation slash understanding that his relationship with Belichick was part of the reason, not the sole reason, maybe not the biggest reason, but part of the reason that he was leaving New England. Um, he ha- again has spoken very highly of Belichick on Man in the Arena. He was he was. Uh, I just think it, it 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 certainly is a question to ask him when someone has the opportunity yeah. to ask it. Why did you not say anything about 
the fans of New England who supported him, who, who were there when he was a baby to the point that you just made, who were there for all of it, the ups and the downs, who uh, the Kraft family, again, Robert Kraft um, and Belichick. I, I, it is noticeable or notable to me that there is no mention of it. We consider how many people are around him, right? Like how many people probably read that Instagram post before it was published? Mm-hmm. This isn't like, you know, we were just sitting here on my phone dashing off an Instagram post and, and coming up with hashtags off the top of my head. Like this is this had to go through some levels of approval and no one along the way said, hey, how about anything about this? So I wonder, I, I, I'm sure that we'll get an explanation for that at some point. And I don't think it will be a true one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think not. the explanation we receive and the truth will be two different things. I think he will say something like, I forgot to mention it, or I felt I said everything that I said that I That's needed to say in New likely. England when I left, or whatever, when the reality is this doesn't feel that way. Now, huh. having said all of that, today should not be about that. Today should be about the greatness of Tom Brady and, and, and all the rest of that. And we will spend most of our show talking about that and not as much about the omission here. So here's another thing that I thought of. And I'll make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We were speculating about all the things he needed to accomplish and all the ways that a person um, finds closure in their life. One of the things that I think is significant is that he went back and played in Foxborough. You just mentioned the game yeah. week four. Going to Tampa and winning a championship cemented his legacy. I think there is an element of closure also in having gone back to New England one more time and having faced Belichick and having, and having done that. I, I think in an honest, like in, a, in, a, in a Jack Truth Serum kind of moment, that game will be one of the most memorable of his life in, in its own unique way. That's a man who played in 10 Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that there was an element of closure that came from him playing there this year. And you could tell that week and then Mm -hmm. after the game that he felt it. I mean, like there was no doubt that that game mattered to him in a different kind of way or that or that it brought with it things that 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 didn't fall into the category of stuff he can kind of put to the side. Right. And focus on the work like there was something going on there that night. You could tell in his in his postgame interview after the game, he was emotional. So, yeah. And how could you not be? I mean, like, I mean, you know, if you're a human being, right, 20 years and everything they accomplished there and then playing in front of those fans as the visitor and, and the reception he got. Yeah, it, it had. to. So I think that's probably a really good point. Having played there and gone back there uh, as the visitor, as a champion somewhere else and to know that you're still beloved. I, I think that probably does matter. Look, this is a man with nothing to prove. I right. mean, every every possible thing you could accomplish and more, he he accomplished. So yeah, maybe that that, that might have been an important box to check. Just kind of going back, I'm making sure things are still okay here in Foxborough for me. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Greeny Graziano with me for another couple of quick minutes. Um, I had any number of things I was planning to talk to you about in this time that we have, and, yeah, and uh, obviously coaching the coaching and whatever. Well, but but let's go through the, quickly the coaching <laughs> stuff because we've got uh, a several of them have been well, just a small number right the Four. Giants are filled the, the Bears are filled um, and we're waiting on Denver and uh, Vegas all filled there's five more openings so five openings what can you tell us the Harbaugh of it all is of particular interest to me yeah the Minnesota thing's heating up they have uh, Patrick Graham the Giants defensive coordinator in there today for a second interview an interesting candidate and then yeah the big one is Jim Harbaugh going in there tomorrow uh, to interview for the head coach of the Vikings. Like, that's, that's a significant, we talked about it on Get Up. It's National Signing Day. Mm-hmm. Usually on National Signing Day, Harbaugh's having a big party uh, and with a stage and all kinds of stuff with Michigan. But uh, instead, he's going to interview for an NFL head coaching job. I, I think anyone who doubts that his interest in returning 
to the NFL is is legitimate, I think those doubts have been put to bed. It's clear that he has uh, he feels he has some unfinished business there. All the winning he did with the 49ers, couldn't get the Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl to his brother. That's got to sting. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I would not be surprised to see him end up back in the NFL. And it sounds like the Vikings have legitimate interest. And, and other ones, I mean, or should we start expecting dominoes to fall here quickly? I think so. I mean, Houston seems to have narrowed its list down to four finalists, four second interview guys. Brian Flores, the former Dolphins coach. Uh, Josh McCown, who was uh, playing quarterback in the league as recently as two years ago. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defensive coordinator, and Kevin O'Connell, the Rams offensive coordinator. If it's him, they got to wait a couple weeks because the Rams are in the Super Bowl. But if not, they could certainly make a decision. Jacksonville has been all over the place in this process. I, I, they've been at it longer than anyone. They started interviewing people with two weeks left in the season, uh, but they still don't seem to be close to a decision. And then, yeah, I mean, the Saints just came open last week. So they're at the beginning of their process. They're talking to Brian Flores as well. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see Flores land one of these open jobs. He's a guy that uh, is well regarded for a lot of the stuff he did in Miami. And it seemed like the reason he's no longer in Miami is more of a conflict with, uh, I don't want to say personality conflict, but just sort of uh, the working relationship between him and the GM, him and the ownership group didn't seem to, uh, to hold up. So, but I think people respect him as a coach and, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him land in Houston or New Orleans. All right. Dan Graziano with me here with all the insight as this thing continues to turn, you'll continue to have all the updates. Thank you, Dan. Enjoy a little lunch with your son or something. Yeah. He's over there waiting. Sam Graziano has made his way in today, the studio watching dad work. He didn't fall asleep like Dayball's kid did did, yesterday. But he's older than, than he's not four anymore. Maybe when he's four, he would have. I'm accustomed to having teenagers. They fall asleep real easy too. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's a good point. He slept a little later than we did. (laughs) Good to see you. Thank you. Hey, did you know you can listen to this show commercial free? You can listen to all your favorite ESPN radio shows and much more without the ads on TuneIn, the best audio app for sports fans. Just download the TuneIn app to get started. All right. Again, so much of what we planned goes by the wayside. Brady has retired. We're talking about that and a whole lot more. This just got busy on a Tuesday. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Uh, the assembled members of the hashtag crew are here. Hashtag Hembo, hashtag Bubba, hashtag Nuno. And we'll get their thoughts in just a minute. One of the things that occurs to me as I sit here is that my job is usually to ask questions, right? That's what I do for a living. 
I get people who have interesting perspective about sports on my array of shows, be they TV, radio, or what have you, and I ask them, hopefully, interesting and provocative questions. With Tom Brady, the answers, I think, are all just too easy. Like, it's almost so obvious. Is he the greatest quarterback of all time? Well, yeah. Is he the most accomplished football player of all time? Absolutely. What was his greatest game? The comeback in the Super Bowl. Like, normally you'll say, what's the most memorable game? But how, is there anyone who wouldn't say that? Like, 28-3 down to the Falcons in the Super Bowl, and they come back and win? Hembo, it was the first overtime game in Super Bowl history, by the way. Is, is there anyone who wouldn't say that's his greatest moment? I wouldn't think there's anyone that wouldn't say that was his greatest moment. That, that was the game that a lot of people turned off because it was over. To overcome a 25-point deficit in the Super Bowl was unimaginable, and he was the only reason that it happened. Yeah, and so I think that one's obvious. What cements him, his greatness, I think everyone would say going down to Tampa, putting to some degree the end to the was it Brady or Bill <laughs> discussion, winning another one at that age and on a whole different team. What is his greatest disappointment? I think everyone knows that it's that first Super Bowl they lost to the Giants when they had a chance to be 19-0, and 0, that eats at those guys to this day. Not just Brady, but all of them. Talk to Brewski about it. We had Teddy in here yesterday. Talk to him about it sometime. That's one of those losses that, you know, it eats at those guys, and it always will. That's Brady's toughest loss. Not his worst loss. It's his toughest loss. So I don't really know what questions to ask today because the answers just seem unimaginably obvious. I guess the questions about his future are relatively interesting ones. What do you think he focuses himself on? He's 44. I hearken back to something Derek Jeter said when he retired from baseball at the age at the time, I believe, of 40. And he said, yesterday I was an old man, and today I'm a very young man. And that's the reality of Brady as well. Now, I know, Hembo, not compared to you, but I think of 44 as being young. I think of 44 as being right at the beginning. You can do, when I think of where I was at 44 and all the things I've done since then, 44 feels young to me. For a football player, it's ancient. It's decrepit. Not that he was anything approaching that, obviously. He might win the MVP. He would be the first player, by the way, since Norm Van Brocklin to win the MVP as a quarterback in his final NFL season. Norm Van Procklin will hilariously come up again in our show today. (laughs) And everyone on the staff knows why, and you're going to get a chuckle out of it. But anyway, let me first allow the members of the Hashtag True to get a thought. So, Hembo, when I tell you Tom Brady is retired after 22 years, what jumps immediately to mind? To me, Tom Brady was the GOAT. Um, as soon as he won that Super Bowl against Atlanta. That, w- that was the moment for me where it was all secured. N- maybe not even just in football, maybe across all the sports. But, but for me, winning a championship last year in Tampa, in his first year away from this place where everyone thought, or at least a lot of people argued, he was a product of, was a singular accomplishment in sports history. If you look at the timeline of it, it being his 21st season, it would be the equivalent of something like Michael Jordan winning a title in Washington in 2005 and averaging 30 points when he did so. I've never seen anything like it before, and I think it's very unlikely we will ever see anything like it again when you consider all of what he did in New England, that he packed his bags and won immediately in a place that had no culture of winning. Yeah, that, that certainly is there. If it needed cementing, that cemented it. But I agree with you. 
it was cemented before <laughs> he did that. A hashtag Nuno. I, I, here's, okay, so let's take predictions before Nuno talks. Anyone who listens to the show, you've gotten to know Nuno. He could find the bad in anything. He could find the negative spin on anything. Is there anything Nuno can say today that is not glowing and praiseworthy when it comes to Tom Brady? Nuno, the floor is yours. No, I mean, there's a couple of things, right? I, I do think... <laughs> a couple? Let's, just, let's analyze that <laughs> sentence. Before you go More on... More than one. You said, no, there's a couple of things. <laughs> So I asked, is there anything? And your response was, you're underestimating my ability to be negative. Go ahead, Nuno. What are they? No, jokingly, I would say the fact that, hey, you know, he is in. Eli Manning kept him from getting to heights that no one ever would get, like jokingly. Um, But I do think he is the classic example if you and I don't have children, but if you have kids and say, hey, Hard work is going to pay off, you know, for the most part. He is that guy because no one thought, as Graziano was saying, like no one thought he was going to be that guy. He took advantage of him. He had struggles, right? That that first title game, he didn't win the AFC Championship game, right? Drew, Bre- uh, Drew Bretzel came in there and played. Like, so he took care of all those opportunities. And then the cynic in me is the whole, hey, he didn't th- thank the Pats in there. Mm. And I saw this tweet from Alexandra Francisco, who is a sports rep- uh, a reporter up in Nesson, Um, And she equates this to a breakup. She says, when you break up with a rebound, do you mention your ex in the breakup conversation? Pats fans got their thanks and goodbye when Tom Brady left in free agency and will get more closure when he comes back for Jersey for the Jersey retirement uh just keep your heads up guys you're the love of his life he'll never top that run no one ever will I do think that's an interesting one when do you when do you mention the ex in the retirement there's really no there's there's there's, there's no there's no uh, equivalent time in your life like that would be a eulogy like it's when you're speaking of a person and they are and they have died do you mention the first the 20-year marriage (laughs) or the two-year marriage at the end you know the one that ended in whatever negativity by the way Roger Goodell the commissioner of the NFL released a statement Roger also not mentioned in Tom's thank yous and goodbyes (laughs) that one perhaps a little less of a surprise all right I like that I like going the relationship route from you Nuno Let's bring in hashtag Bubba, and and many of you may not know this, but I think I've mentioned it a time or two before, that before Bubba uh, turned his attention to his now somewhat legendary uh, career in radio production, uh, that Bubba was uh, an NFL scout before working in several front offices. And if I remember correctly, you scouted Brady, and you you were on to Brady before most people were on to Brady. I don't know if you... I mean, did you imagine then that he'd be the greatest of all time? I know you did speak glowingly of him to multiple organizations. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to tell people, and the team I was working for, I'll, I'll uh, rename Nameless, um, I told them, you got to draft this guy, and they wouldn't do it, so mm-hmm. great job, guys. <laughs> um, but um, So what's your reaction yeah, today, no, Bubba? I think for me, it's, it's kind of what you were saying earlier, it's just kind of the finality of it. It kind of just hits you, like, in a weird way. It's just like, I was, I think, 16 when he was drafted, and it's just it just seems weird. Like, I was, it's basically my entire adult life. Tom Brady's been quarterback in the NFL and living in Connecticut. Obviously, it's Patriots everywhere. And so he's just been the quarterback and essentially the greatest quarterback we've ever seen my entire adult life, two hours away from us for the most part for his entire career. 
and now it's just gone. And it's just it's just weird that it's just I mean like it was expected, like we all thought, but it's just over now. And it's just weird to think that Tom Brady won't be playing quarterback in the NFL and and we witnessed the greatest quarterback for all this time and it's just over now. All right, so let me let me uh, then present two questions that I think are interesting. I will first mention that starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That, that's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone with AutoZone. So there's that. I've hurt my finger here, and I don't even know how, but somehow my my finger is jammed up, and I can't, I can't unjam it. All right, that's neither here nor there. Let, let, me, let, me, let me get to the point. It's just it's distracting me. We can go one of two directions. We could, I can ask you a question about football and the future, the impact of Brady's retirement on co- the competitive balance of football going forward in the immediate. Or I could ask you a question that sort of dovetails from the historical significance of his greatness and his career. Which of those two would you rather dive into? Hembo. B. The, great, the, the historical, historical yes. greatness. Mm-hmm. Nuno. Historical greatness or immediate impact? Uh, B. Okay, so then it's done. Uh, we don't even need another vote because you guys, that's a... Would you have gone the same way, Bubba, or would you have gone the opposite direction? Opposite. Fair enough. That's because that's usually your style. Okay, we'll <laughs> stay with that. I tweeted when Shefty's News came out on Saturday, if there was a Mount Rushmore of American sports history, Tom Brady's face would be on it. It got 21,000 likes last I checked, which for me is a lot. Like I, on, a, on a big tweet, I might get seven or 8,000 so the, the reaction to it was obviously very strong. My favorite one, by the way, someone tweeted back at me when I said Tom Brady's face would be on it. Someone wrote back to me twice, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> but that does then bring up the question. If you were making a Mount Rushmore of American sports history, what four faces would be on it? Hambo, what's the answer to that question? I agree with you that Tom Brady's face would have to be on it. I believe that Babe Ruth's face would have to be on it, given his impact on baseball. I think that Michael Jordan's face has to be on it for all of the obvious reasons. And I would say Wayne Gretzky. Now, those are all team sport athletes, but those are my four guys. So here's my first question is, are we limiting it to team sports? Because if we're not, then I believe Ali has to at least be considered. For sure. Muhammad Ali has to enter into the discussion. We also have to set our parameters. Are we strictly talking about the greatest players of all time or the most impactful? And the reality is, if we're just doing the most impactful, I'm not a thousand percent sure that Brady makes it, Mm. which is why I think we don't want to do that. If we're doing the most important athletes of the 20th century, then Jackie Robinson's face has to be on it. He's number one. He's wherever George Washington is on the, where, where is he? Is he in the left corner? Whatever part of the monument is George Washington, that's where Jackie goes. So I, but I don't think that's as interesting a one. Or maybe, maybe it is as interesting, but it's clearly a different one. So for the purposes of this, I will ask you, do we want to limit it to team sports? And do we want to, merely be debating the greatest, the four greatest players in the history of American team sports. Is that what we want the parameters to be? I think so, because I agree with you on Jackie Robinson. He's the most important athlete we have ever had, but it's a different conversation. You know, like the Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's not anywhere near the most important or the most impactful. So for the sake of today, at least, to me, greatest makes more sense. Okay, you, you can respond to that on my Twitter as well, at ESPN Greeny. 
is where you can find me on Twitter. And you should be following me for crying out loud because we've got a lot to talk about there as well. But meanwhile, I will come to you, Nuno. Hembo has given us the Mount Rushmore of Gretzky, Jordan, Ruth, and Brady. Do you have any quibbles with that or is that your four? No, if we're keeping it as you said, it's going to be the greatest athletes or team North American team athletes. That's the that's the four you go with. If you change the narrative, as you were saying, or criteria, uh, Brady's nowhere near the most influential or whatever type of uh, name that you would put up there. You would put up guys, as you said, Muhammad Ali. You would, put, I think, Tiger Woods would go there. Jackie Robinson, guys like that. Right before Brady even sniffs it. I don't love limiting it to team sports. I don't mind keeping it to the greatest. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is what we should do. We should be putting the – that's a more interesting conversation to me than the impactful because, you know, now we're, how do you define – you know, how do you decide between Jesse Owens and I – mean, that's a whole different discussion. But the, great, the greatest players slash athletes, that is an interesting one, you know, and, and I, there are so many different places I could think of going. And if we were to open it beyond team sports – like, would, I'm just throwing some names out there. Would Ali be in the conversation? Would Nicholas be in the conversation? L- let me throw, would Serena be in the conversation? Mm. Would Carl Lewis be in the conversation? Like, there, there are other names that might come in. Bubba, who's the Mount Rushmore? Uh, well, and many of you may not know this, actually, but I think it's worth pointing out that before his long and storied career, in radio production, when he was first starting out in his career, before he did other things, Bubba actually worked as a tour guide at Mount Rushmore. Fascinating stories there in, is it in North Dakota or South Dakota again? Remind me, I forget. Uh, South, yeah. South, South Dakota. Yeah. And he would be the guy that, you know, he would take you on the tour, you know, the family is there. Well, and I helped he would design be, it, too. And, and, well, he was a part of that process, but I, my, my understanding had been that that was secret information. So I wasn't yeah. going to share that. Well, I, I wouldn't tell him on the tour, but it's, it's you know. It's, but it's your time okay, as a tour guide yeah. with it, I thought, what well, is an interesting. Well, Statue of limitations, it's fine. Now. It's an interesting a part of, of your background. That said, who is your four? Well, I think, I do feel like we should not limit it to team sports. If we are doing just the team sports, I would agree with the four we've had. Uh, if we were not limiting it to team sports, Michael Phelps? Does Michael yeah. Phelps go on it? I mean, as far as individual athletes go, it's 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 Tiger, it's Ali, it's Serena, and I think it's Phelps. Those yeah. are the four. If we're not limiting it to team sports, it's an incredibly difficult Mount Rushmore. Right. right. We need to start building multiple ones. Right. We who, need a second mountain. Who are you bumping off? Though? Yeah. Like, it's it's impossible. Well, let me to start only with four. You said Tiger. Let me start with this. If you're putting a golfer on it, it's Nicholas. Okay. It's not Tiger. You think so? Yes. Tiger's Tiger's his super peak was higher. It was mm-hmm. greater to use mountain terms. His peak was higher than Nicholas's, but Nicholas's career is greater. Okay. I mean, if, if based only on the fact that at the age Tiger is now, Nicholas was still playing regularly and winning regularly. Had Tiger remained healthy throughout mm-hmm. his career, he'd have obliterated everything anybody ever did. But so would Gail Sayers and Sandy Koufax. And so then in scope, if you're, if you're to compare Nicholas with Muhammad Ali. Well, how do you do it? That's, I have no idea. That's the problem. That's why this is fun. Okay, th- th- that's right. That's fun. So that's what we're going to continue with. And I'm going to throw open the phones to that a little later. Don't call now because we have a few other things I want to get to. But then we will open the phones to that. And I think there's an actual football conversation to be had about this today as well. We'll come back and do 100 Flowers in a minute, Bob. I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. I'm late, so let's break quickly. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I'm being told there's a caller I have to hear from. In the meantime, we have to instruct uh, Hembo on the nicknames of people. He just told me Michael Irvin's nickname was Prime. That's obviously <laughs> Deion Sanders. Michael Irvin was the playmaker. Um, so we're working on that as well. And I got a bunch of Brady stuff in the hopper. There's a caller I'm told we have to hear. We will hear it together right after this word from 1-800-Flowers.com. Listen, everybody, Valentine's Day is around the corner here. You need a gift that is guaranteed to wow, and 1-800-Flowers is the place to do it. They've got you covered with the best selection of Valentine's Day roses and mixed bouquets and gourmet treats and whatever you may want. So here's today's offer. 1-800-Flowers, just for you. You can get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for just $39.99, or you can upgrade that to 24 red roses for just $10 more. Either way, an unbelievable offer from 1-800-Flowers. The flowers are spectacular. They're selling fast. Lock in your Valentine's delivery date now. Go right to the romance this Valentine's Day and find the way to wow. Here's how you do it. Order the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for just $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more by going to 1-800-Flowers.com, clicking the radio icon, enter the code GREENIE. At 1-800-Flowers.com, enter GREENIE. Hurry, because this offer expires on Friday. All right, so this, I'm told, Bubba, is a call from 98.5 The Sports Hub, which is, of course, all sports talk in Boston there. And this is a caller on Brady. I, I, we're going to hear this together for the first time. Here we go. Guys, there's no way that, that this is it. If this is it, it it's, a, it's a bad look for his brand, and he knows that. Every football fan in America is going to look at Brady and be like, wow, what a jerk. And I'll tell you, if he does do this, I will call him a cheater until my grave. Okay, I'm totally confused. What is it that he's doing? Retiring. This Re- guy, this is this was this caller's reaction to uh, Brady retiring. But but what part of it is he expecting? Is it that he retires without thanking the fans of New England? Is, is that what he's taking issue with? Let's hear this again. Guys, there's no way that, that this is it. If this is it, it it's, a, it's a bad look for his brand, and he knows that. Every football fan in America is going to look at Brady and be like, wow, what a jerk. And I'll tell you, if he does do this, I will call him a cheater until my grave. Okay, taking the end part of that off, here's the danger of just, where do we get this from? We have to find out what he's referring to. If he's referring to the fact that Brady put out a six or seven page Instagram uh, post today in which he thanks 
the fans of Tampa. He thanks the Glazer family. He thanks Bruce Arians and the staff. He thanks his teammates in Tampa effusively, effusively on all of those, in addition to his wife and his kids and, and, and Don Yee and Alex Guerrero. And does not mention the fans of New England, Bill Belichick, or Bob Kraft, or any of his teammates there. If that was done, I'm not sure what word I want to use here, maliciously or something, I agree it's a bad look. I do. Now, I mean, does it mar him forever? Obviously not. But do I think that's a bad look? Like, I'd like to hear him say, A, that's an oversight, my bad. (laughs) B, I put up this Instagram post thanking the fans of New England when I left there. I felt that sufficed. But, you know, I mean... When you, none of us have ever retired from pro football or anything for that matter. But that does feel like a day where you take the entirety of your career into, into account. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, it's not just the last two years he's retiring from. It's the entirety of his career, of which overwhelmingly the majority of it, I mean, what is 20 out of 22? That's 10 out of 11. That's whatever percentage that is. 90%. Yeah, 91%. 91% of that was as a Patriot and in front of the Patriot fans and playing for Bob Kraft and, and playing for Bill Belichick. So I agree it's a bad look. I, I do. Now, does it hurt his brand? Not enough to be meaningful. I don't think anyone's not going to buy TB12 sleepwear because he didn't thank the Patriot fans. Maybe the fans in Boston. I don't know. But I'm trying to think of a... A comparable example, when Michael Jordan retired from the Wizards, and again, there was this, there was a period where he didn't play at all in between leaving Chicago and going to Washington. I don't remember his, what he said anymore. It was before social media. He wouldn't have posted anything anywhere, but that would be like him reflecting on his time in the NBA and only talking about Washington, like thanking Abe Poland <laughs> and, and the great fans of the district. And leaving out, you know, Chicago and Phil and Scottie Pippen, and he didn't do it. I mean, that's not what his Hall of Fame speech was. Brady's Hall of Fame speech has got to be 91% Patriots, right? You would think so. I mean, I would think his presenter at the Hall of Fame is going to be his dad. Knowing him the little bit that I know, I don't know Tom well. I know him a little. I, I I would be very surprised if his presenter isn't his dad. If it wasn't... If for whatever reason, I don't know, if his dad said, I don't feel like doing that, Tommy, <laughs> seems odd, but you never know. Like the logical one would be Belichick. No chance. No chance. I mean, obviously, it seems to me, Tom Brady doesn't do anything haphazardly. There right. is no chance that he and his team put together this statement to put out today, even if that was not the way that they originally planned on announcing this, in which that was not intentional. I mean, look... It, Two decades somewhere, you won six championships with this guy. The owner adores you. We know that, too. Calls him a son. It doesn't pass the smell test for me. Yeah, I'm with you. So, you know, Nuno and Bubba, who you, you reacted so strongly, I think, in a different way to that caller. Again, I'll call him a cheater for the rest of my life. Okay, whatever. Your feelings are hurt. I get it. I get it. I, that, that, that would, that, I do think that there is an element of that. That needs some clearing up. Mm-hmm. It also, it seems unnecessarily messy. Like, you're retiring from football today. The world loves you. Why bring anything like this into the conversation? Uh, we need to dig a little deeper into this because I, I, I am a bit confused and surprised by it as well. We have much more to go. Stay with us. This is ESPN Radio. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.